1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Letterman Row. Welcome to the college football playoff. Ohio State in as the number four seed, Tim, going to the Peach Bowl, going down south for a juicy matchup with number one Georgia. Uh, The matchup a lot of people expected Ohio State to be in in the national title game is now a semifinal. Long story short, Tim, the Buckeyes are in. Uh, That's all you can really ask for at this point, uh, considering what happened in the horseshoe eight days ago. But uh, the college football playoff committee clearly decided Ohio State deserved a mulligan deserved to be in the college ball playoff based on those two wins most notably over Notre Dame and over Penn State and now you know you want to be the best you got to beat the best you get the defending national champs on their home soil uh first thoughts Ohio State Georgia Tim
0: so you're saying there's a chance number one number two reminds me of 2014 to a certain extent the Buckeyes didn't exactly step in through the back door then they beat Wisconsin 59 to nothing but proved themselves on uh on conference championship weekend that they deserve to be in the game, ironically ahead of TCU, you know, and Baylor. So it is what it is. But, uh, you know, Alabama had no argument here. I mean, I I will give it up to lawyer Nick Saban for putting forth an argument, but uh, he left out the fact that Alabama could have been beaten two more times this year uh, and have four losses. I'd like to have heard his argument then. Bottom line is Ohio State won every game by uh, double figures except for one got beat by Michigan, and as Boo Corrigan said in the uh, in the uh, post-op uh, on ESPN, uh, basically it was a, a fourth quarter that Ohio State will always regret, Ryan Day and company will always regret. But otherwise, Ohio State was worthy of where it's sitting right now in the college football playoff semifinals based on the way everything else fell into place, including uh, basically – Playoff dreams record South Carolina and what it did the last two weeks of the regular season.
1: Yeah, Tim, uh, I think Ryan Day owes not only Kyle Whittingham a drink, but owes Shane Beamer a couple.
0: He uh, owes him a couple, yeah.
1: Taking down Tennessee, who would have taken that fourth spot? I'm I very certain that Tennessee would have gotten the nod over Ohio State in that fourth spot for a rematch against Georgia, and then also the next week taking out a Clemson team that no one really thought deserved to be in the college football playoff, but a one right. conference champion was going to get in over Ohio state in this scenario. Uh, because of that, those data points that book Oregon and that, that playoff committee always talk about and always beat into our brains the entire month of November. So, uh, you know, Ryan day, you know, get out your, get out your, your card, put the, put Shane Beamer's drinks on your tab, my man at the coaching convention here. in the Oh, heck yeah. Um, because oh.
0: Shane,
1: Shane Beamer. Got Whittingham too. Cal yeah, Whittingham, too. So the bottom line, Tim, is you like to say, Ohio State, who else were you going to put in? It's Ohio State. And so well, – yeah.
0: Um, well, the argument – let me – Spence, real quick. We don't want to spend too much time on this because we got <coughs> – this is breaking news. But when you looked at the argument for Alabama, when you get right down to it, Alabama's best win, according to the graphics, was over Texas. At Texas, but over Texas – when former Buckeye Ryan Watts couldn't make that tackle on Bryce Young, and Alabama moved into field goal position and kicked a field goal basically on the final play of the game to win that game. That's their best win. Ohio State's best win is over Penn State. Uh, great fourth quarter in that game. Uh, Ohio State's probably next best win probably over Notre Dame. But the bottom line is, uh, in the final analysis, Ohio State had a bigger, better argument after all the chips fell to be in that game. They did not have a better argument to be ahead of TCU. TCU lost one time this year, played the most uh the, the toughest schedule out there among the contenders, and got beat in overtime in their uh conference championship game. Uh TCU definitely deserves to be number three. And we know Michigan deserves to be where it is. And Georgia, what can you say, defending national champion definitely got better, especially on offense and maybe on defense as the year went on. So I think the committee definitely got it right.
1: Well, Tim, we definitely wanted the rematch. Let's not kid ourselves. To get a rematch of Ohio State Michigan in the desert would have been just wonderful, not only for the health of Letterman Roa's website, but for uh, the fans alike. You know, it, it, would be, it would be awesome, but now you're going to have to wait. Hey, it can still happen. Yeah, and I, that's what I'm saying. Now you're going to have to wait because I think Michigan has a real decent chance to take care of business against a TCU team that slid by most of the year, a lot of single digit wins. I think they had eight of them, you know? So uh, I, I, if Ohio state can find a way past Georgia, they can get to Michigan
0: and, and the redemption will be fully on. 2002 Uh, That 2002, Ohio state team slid by, slid by, slid by, slid by, almost got caught at home plate against Illinois. And then they win the national championship, big underdogs going into that game against Miami uh, there's something to be said for a team that finds a way to win finds a way to win games TCU is that team this year
1: so tim let's let's stick with one versus four here what the people want to hear your initial yeah. thoughts you watched georgia trounce lsu yesterday in the in the in the sec championship game you watched ohio state watch everything unfold in front of them uh, yeah. you've seen this buckeyes team 12 times this year as have i Your first thoughts on Ohio State-Georgia in, again, I'm going to keep saying a juicy Peach Bowl
0: matchup. You see what I did there? First thought is, wait a minute. You mean that LSU team beat Alabama? How good could Alabama be? Yeah. I'm just messing. Uh, Georgia is a defending national champion for a reason. They are stocked. They are loaded with talent across the board. They've got more tight ends uh, uh, available that are viable and big-time playmakers. Uh, on their roster than some conferences do. Uh, Bottom line is Stetson Bennett, you know, you're not going to hear me making fun of Stetson Bennett this this week. Stetson Bennett is a proven winner. Reminds me a little bit, and boy, this is going to be taken wrong, but I don't care. Reminds me a little bit of Joe Montana and his ability to just make plays. A guy that's a little bit overlooked maybe uh, when you look at him physically, but can make plays. And then defensively, hey, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit uh, uh, moving the cream around here. This will be the toughest test Ohio State has faced this year, without a doubt. We all know that. Will Ohio State be 100%? You know, we're still waiting definitive word on Jackson Smith and Jigba whether he is done at Ohio State or not. We haven't gotten an official <coughs> excuse me claim on that. But uh, bottom line is Ohio State should be rested, should be 100% physically as much as it can be. And it will need everything it's got against Georgia in the uh, in the Mercedes-Benz Dome, uh, in the Peach Bowl, where I said they were going to play all along, but not necessarily in the way they got there. I thought there was a good chance Ohio State would be the number one seed when this was all over, when I was spouting that off way back when, and if they would choose to play or hope to play in the Peach Bowl because that's a place they've never been. But uh, we know it's going to be rocking and rolling. Uh, but the bottom line is this will be the toughest test I think anybody can see that, except maybe Kent State. This will be the toughest test Ohio State has faced all year. Kent State,
1: uh, then you look at, uh, not South Carolina, Kent State, Missouri, Kentucky. Yeah. All of these teams gave Georgia fits. Now, Georgia is a different team in big games. I understand that. They they yeah. turn it on in big games. They're almost like a transformer. They go from a, a sports car to a death machine uh, when it comes to big games. But Ohio State – has the ability to do the same thing. We haven't seen Ohio State hit that peak level yet. Uh, maybe the fourth quarter of that Penn State game is a good barometer there. But Ohio State's going to need to play as well as it possibly can to beat Georgia. It's going to have to. But you know, Ohio State had to play a near perfect game uh, in the final three quarters to beat Alabama in 2014, and what yep. happened? You know, Alabama was that death machine nobody thought was going to lose.
0: Ohio Very State similar.
1: So. Ohio State has a chance in this game. I, I I do not believe that this is going to be a walk in the park for the Bulldogs. I also don't believe it's going to be a walk in the park for the Buckeyes. It's going to be a physical, brutal matchup with athletes everywhere. I'm not sure if we've seen a game with this many high-level athletes on the field in a long time. Yeah. And-
0: just, watch, just watch the uh, – George on the offensive line, defensive line, the word violent, that is the correct term. You know, the way uh, – Ryan Day urged his team to play in the second half against Utah in the Rose Bowl, what, 11 and a half months ago. That's what you got to bring almost every play against a team like Georgia. you got to go in not fear fearing them, but, you know, you do have to snooker them a little bit, I do believe. Uh, but the main thing, if I was encouraging Ohio State right now in a preparation standpoint, and like I told you, Urban Meyer said on Urban's Take this week with me, that the Ohio State's already been breaking down Georgia video all week. This was the shot. They, they knew if they got a shot, this was going to be the shot. Throw the ball down the field. Forget about the wide stuff, uh, as LSU found out the hard way. Throw the ball down the field. Did you notice how LSU perked up when Nussmeyer went into that game and just threw the ball down the field? Granted, it hit some big plays, but guys were open. And uh, so that would be the number one thing. And number two, boy. You know, you remember me asking Jim Knowles about tight ends, and what and he asked me whether I had a fixation on tight ends. Well, dude, you better get a fixation on tight ends in the next four weeks because they're going to be coming at you uh, in double. And it's going to be an interesting uh, matchup uh, with Ohio State's four two five against uh against Georgia's uh, basically 12 personnel. That's what everybody, you know, just going into this game, Georgia's not going to change a lot. They're not going to change a lot because they – been very successful, and like you pointed out a minute ago, Spencer, they've become more and more of a juggernaut offensively as this year has gone along, especially in games they had to win big time, and uh, that's what's coming.
1: Yeah, this receiving core from Georgia isn't going to blow anybody away, but what will blow them away is two tight ends that are both two of the best tight ends in the country. Brock Bowers is 6'3", 220, and he looks like a tiny, tiny man compared to 6'8", 280 Darnell Washington, The guy looks like a defensive tackle in the NFL, runs like a deer. Uh, This secondary is going to be tested, Tim. You thought it was tested against Michigan with blown assignments and things. If you're not on your P's and Q's against Georgia, it's going to be a long day. So, But, Tim, we have 26 days now to break break this down. I am going to say 21 days, 20 days, until we make our way down 75 to the Peach State. Uh, I can confidently say that you will be there. I can confidently say that I will be there unless something crazy happens. Ohio State and Georgia in the Peach Bowl, Tim, a juicy, juicy matchup down, oh, yeah. down in the Peach State. I'm so excited to get full coverage of that. We'll have another video at LettermanRow.com in the aftermath of Brian Day's press conference. As the politicking last week and on College Game Day seemed to work, uh, the Buckeyes are safely in the 14th field. They will play Georgia in Atlanta. And it also, Tim, it's officially the late game, 8 p.m. They they yeah. gave the Estible, the early treatment. They want Ohio State and Georgia in prime time.
0: I got a feeling, Spence, you and I are going to be sitting right next to each other when the new, new year rings in, and there still might be five minutes left in that game. I mean, uh, not looking necessarily forward to that. Boy, when I used to work for a newspaper, you know, for the Dispatch, those were our worst-case scenarios. At least now, it's all – you can get our immediate feedback as soon as that game is over. Heck, maybe even leading i mean, leading up to it, too. Obviously, we're going to be doing all kinds of stuff, with, especially with Andy Backstrom, and uh, and we'll get after it. But, yeah, uh, it is the featured game of the semifinals, that is for sure.
1: Going to be an absolute blast. Again, we'll full coverage of Brian Day's press conference after Ohio State makes the college football playoff uh, coming around 3 o'clock, we believe. Uh, stick with lettermonroe.com for full coverage. Tim May. I'm Spencer Holbrook. We'll see you guys in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center later on on Sunday as we begin to break down Ohio State versus Georgia in the college football playoff. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa. Take it easy Judy. (laughs)